0: Uh, shalom. Our topic uh today is is the topic of Kavod Brios uh, which uh, roughly translates as as personal dignity. Uh we'll be we'll be discussing, God willing, uh, a chuva responsum of of the Divrei Chaim River Chaim mitzans, uh, which um, discusses a fellow who who had a, a, a strange uh, situation that half of his not not such a rare situation but a strange situation that his that his half of his beard went white even though he was very young relatively young and so he he asked his rub is he able to uh, to dye the the half of his beard that went uh, went white is he able to dry, d- dye it black, and um, and that rub asked asked Reb Chaim. just Just um, I'd like to mention uh, two introductory things about the topic of kvod uh before we before we go on. The 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 source of of this this topic of kvod brios is the Gemara in Brachos, and the Gemara says it's on Yud Tesamud Beis which means the honor of people is great for it pushes aside a negative prohibition. So it seems that you have a conflict between two things. One is called Kvod HaBrios and the other is called Alotaseh, a negative prohibition. And this pushes aside a negative prohibition. And the Gemara says, wait a second, why is that the case? Lema, We should say, as the Gemara was saying earlier, there's no chokmas, no, there's no uh, kunzyn, no tricks, no wisdom or understanding or or uh, uh, machinations or or uh, or, or, uh, or uh, strategies against Hashem. Hashem tells you to do a mitzvah, you do the mitzvah, and sure enough, the Gemara earlier says something like, if a person is 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 walking. In the shuk, and he discovers that his his clothes are kiloyim. He has to take off his kiloyim, even in the shuk. He's to have to take off those those prohibited prohibited uh, uh, kiloyim. And and kol ma kum sheish Hashem, uh, chokim Even though a person has uh, his his honor, but um, uh, even though a person has his honor, but still, Akados Baruch Hu said differently. Where, where we're, uh, inter- there's instances in halacha where we're, where we're commanded to to give up our lives rather than transgress. So the Gemara though says So the Gemara answers um, <clears throat> Targama, Rav Bar Shava. Rav Bar Shava explained the word Targama here doesn't mean translate. That's the way we tran- we use. That's the way we translate the word targum in, in modern Hebrew. But here it means he explained Kamedi Rav Kahana, before Rav Kahana, Bilav de Lotasur. It's referring to the negative prohibition of Lotasur. Now Lotasur means you should not stray. Uh, you should not stray. Mikola Yerucha. You should not stray from what they instruct you, what the Sanhedrin, what the Rabbanan instruct you to do to the right or to the left. Well, that's the source for rabbinic prohibitions. So that's what he said. And so what it says really means Brios uh, pushes aside a Rabbonne, puts aside a, a rabbinic prohibition. So the Gemara says, they made fun of him, they laughed at this. So that's a biblical prohibition. Meaning, what, what uh, how, how would, how should that be? If how should that prohibition be different than any other prohibition? Meaning, if we have a contradiction between two different sources. We have one source that says, no chokmas, there's a prohibition. Even if it's embarrassing, don't transgress. And we have another source that says, uh, Kovod Abrios is great. Uh, It pushes aside a a, a negative prohibition. How do you solve the problem by saying, oh, it's talking about this particular negative prohibition. It's still a negative prohibition. So the Gemara says like this, Amar Rav Kahana said, Gavra Rabba Armar Milsa, a great man, said something. Lo don't laugh at it. Kol mili alav de all rabbinic laws, all rabbinic matters were were rely on that that they're supported by that prohibition of lotaser. bishum kvodo sharu What it means is as follows: because they're coming from the aver of Lotasur. So the Rabbanan created the rules, but the Rabbanan also dictated when they're going to be applicable. So let's say it's rabbinic level kiloyim, rabbinic level uh, uh, prohibited clothing. So, so if a person dis- finds himself in the middle of, uh, of the street and then, he, and then he, 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 he finds out, let's say he's speaking with his friends or he gets a call from his wife, Rav Asher Weiss and Ashir mentions that, that he gets a call from a friend. He gets a call from a from a uh, a Shiloh in the middle of the day uh, a fellow says he's a Kolo guy they had some clothing that they him and his wife uh uh sent for shotness testing and uh his wife hung it up and he took it and it was it, she hung it up to put it to give it t- to to give it back to the store because it turned out that there was there was shotness in it but he just took it and wore wore it and he finds out in the middle of the day he his his wife looks in the middle of the day and finds that the the suit is gone she calls her husband and he said that suit had sadness in it so the fellow uh is like stuck he's got shotness in his trousers and he calls up a Usher vice he says i don't have another i don't have another pair of trousers what am i going to do so uh so so they talked it out. It turned out that it was Kiloim the rabbanon And so he um uh, he he went home and he and he changed. But but so that's the the conclusion of the gemara is as follows: that a clause was introduced into rabbinic laws that the that the Sanhedrin, the the, the, the Rabbanan, when they made the rabbinic laws. They absolved situations where it will negatively impact on personal dignity, on 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 uh, on um uh, uh, So that's the that's the deen. When it comes to a doorisa there's no no kunsim, no aides, no way it, simply. That's part of life. That's part of uh, of 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 serving Hashem. There's certain things that are that are more important than uh embarrassment. On the other hand, when there are because God because because personal dignity is such a is such an important thing, so uh so so Hazal introduced a, a, a Kvoda brios clause into every every Dindarabanan. Second introductory point I wanted to make was was what is the source of this kvota brio so I started ser- searching just to just a uh, uh I was convinced that it's it's connected to the to the to the concept of tselumalokim that man was made in the image of God so therefore there's a certain level of kavod, there's a certain level of dignity that is attached to every human being and it makes sense because Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Hashem tzvakos. Malochal arutz kavod. Kavod is connected to to kedusha, to a person's connection with with Hashem. So so, there's a basic level, a core, a, a core ground level of of uh, of kavod that every human being has, and Chazal took that into account. Um, so so so, I just did a search. Through through the through the Chachma, just to find out uh, do people speak about this? And sure enough, it appears in a in a of Rabbi Yeruchim Levavitz. uh, It appears in a Sefer of Rabbi Saloveitchik. It appears in Rabbi Lau's uh, parish on on Um I'm not sure uh, where where the very first uh, time this is mentioned. That I didn't. That the search wasn't that extensive, and and. Uh, it might be something that is drawing. Shoot I just came to the topic in a in a in a kind of a roundabout way. Um the uh and I came I came to this chuba that we're gonna do also in kind of a roundabout way. I was preparing uh uh, uh from a certain safer called Maloa Roim, which is which was a a a uh uh one of the great one of the gadole uh Achronim, acronym early earlier achronim and uh and he wrote one of these books of clothing, one of these books where you summarize many, many uh, topics and you go through them uh, in a very thorough way. So he has a section on kvodo brios. Uh, but then Friday, as I was preparing for Shabbos, so I decided I'm going to listen to a shir of Rav Asher on quota brios, and it was so engaging. And he quoted this tshuva of the of the Dibre Chaim in the in the shir. So I decided to to focus on the tshuva of the Dibre Chaim. Now, Rav Chaim Mitsans was asked the following question. Al-Davar, uh, it was from a Rav Moshe Shimon, the Rav of a yeshuv called Diora, uh, who he refers to as Yedidi, my friend, HaRav Choref, the sharp, like uh, like that's sort of somebody who's brilliant. HaChasid, pious. Yirei kim Kvod Sartor so moreno Rav Moshe Shimon, Rav Umotsbi Yeshuv Diora. So that's a very... Uh, Lofty title from from one of the greatest uh, rabbis of all times. So one of the he was one of the people. Rabbi Meitzans was one of the people. Uh, again, this is Galitza, the eighteen hundreds. He's one of the people. Who was referred to as as Rabban Shilkobane Agola, the the rab of the entire exile. People would ask him shilus from all over the place. Um, so he writes aldevar sheloto im mutar nislabnu <laughs> zekano half, some genetic situation, something happened that that half of his beard and his uh, eyebrows uh, went white and the other stayed black. Is it okay to dye them? And the questioner, the Rav, who was the questioner, so he he was inclined to be lenient why would you think it's lenient so there's a uh there's a chuva of the uh there's a heter of the rashba which is quoted by the Beis Yosef, and an avera, which seems to be similar meaning what's the avera here the avera here would be uh lotil bashgever that one of the aspects of okay. Of a a man not wearing uh, women's clothing. When you look into the halacha, it seems that it is not just uh, not wearing uh, women's clothing, but but beautifying in a way that a woman would beautify, and and dying here is an example. Dying here is this classic example of lotil bashkever shit So there's a similar uh, 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 issue. Of, of removing removing hair and uh removing uh uh and 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 uh removing bodily hair in ways that women would do it in mando and again that itself these two topics we're focusing on the kavoda Brios issue but these two topics are very broad topics uh uh but and and so we'll We'll, we're not gonna be uh, uh delving super deeply into the topic of of uh men's and women's uh, uh beautifying practices but but that's the setting for this for this chuva of of uh, ofva brios so so he says uh that the rashpa was lenient about removing hairs, which seems to be a similar issue, removing removing bodily hair in ways that women would do it. Uh and it, it was lenient, he was lenient for Rafua for health reasons. Um and he writes the reason is uh the reason why the Raspa and Tos were lenient here was because we were dealing initially with a rabbinic prohibition. Um, the Rambab writes that on the other hand, if it were the issue of not removing hairs, but removing black hairs uh, uh, from white hairs. Now they they point out in the footnote that it's really the opposite, removing white hairs from black hairs. So let's say somebody was trying to pluck out white hairs to try to uh, let's say he's somewhere in his forties and he's starting to to see white hairs in his on his uh in his beard so he decides to pluck them out uh so that would be a prohibition that would be according to this according to the ramam a big a biblical prohibition uh against um of 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 low tilbash that's the kind of a thing that uh that that would be that would be considered the kind of a practice inappropriate for a man Um, the rivet doesn't agree but the raivet doesn't agree with regards to one hair however the rivet says that if you were to do a lot of hair so that you're so that even a one particular white hair doesn't uh, do it uh, doesn't transform the person but if you would do a significant amount of hair so that the the beard would be significantly black so then um uh, so then the uh uh the so then even the rival would say it's still rice it's still rice um that's the way the tour paskins so he says <inaudible> When you're dealing with once again, that's that's your that's your rule, that's your guiding principle. When you're dealing with a a quota brios issue, uh then the leniency only applies if you're starting with a rabbinic level prohibition. Even then you have to define what's considered quota brios. You have to deal with the particulars of this rule of quota brios. Uh, but, but step number one in your flowchart of discussing a quota brios issue is, is it is, is the prohibition, the relevant prohibition, rabbinic or biblical. I just have to, the, uh, the Gemara has a, uh, a kind of humorous uh, anecdote that Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi were sitting in front of Rabbi Yitzchak Knafra. And uh, one said uh, that uh, that uh, he he wants to learn halacha. The other one says he wants to learn Agadata. And so so he's got two talmidim that he's learning with, and one wants to learn A, one wants to learn B. So he started to learn uh, agarita, and the Talmud that wanted halacha said no, 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 no. And he started to learn halacha. And the Talmud that wanted to stopped it, to stop and said, no, no, no. So he said, I'll give you a muscle. This is the parable. Here's what, here's what this is like. A man who has two wives, one is younger, one is older. The older woman is pulling out his black hairs because she wants him to look older. The younger woman is pulling out his white hairs because she wants him to look younger. And then and then the Gemara concludes, said mm-hmm. from this wife and from that wife, from the black hairs and the being removed and the white hairs being removed. He's left with no hair and he ends up being bald. So so he said similarly, I uh I am uh i'm not able to talk because because you're stopping me from teaching Allah you're touching you're stopping me from teaching agadita that gemara and baba kama so so he concludes by saying now i'm going to tell you something that is that is the same yeso the same fundamental idea that applies to Allah and applies to agadata. anyways but that's when the wives are pulling out and that's a muscle but uh but for a man to pull out his uh his white hairs um even one white hair when the let's say a, a a person wants to he wants to look younger so he, that would be considered a biblical prohibition according to the Ram, according to the riven only if it would be a significant amount now um in my uh now ani marti kol adam kozev, so what I assume he, he means is in my haste, in meaning my my searching around, I didn't find anybody who argues on this Rambam, Ravad and Tour. So dying white hairs, black, would definitely be a prohibition of... of of Lo Yilbash. Aye, it'll be embarrassing. And Kvoda Brios seems to focus on core embarrassment. Uh, Some of the cases that Kvoda Brios uh, discussed, that's the person who finds himself with Kiloim in the uh, Shatnaz, the Shuk, or some things that have to do with gutsy core personal dignity, things that have to do with cleaning up after the bathroom, where they were lenient on on uh, uh, or rabbinic prohibitions on Shabbos in order to enable a person to uh, to clean himself after going to the bathroom, those are examples of of, of where kvod habrios was. Um, so he says this is a person who is embarrassed to walk around like this. So it's an, an embarrassment issue because um, he has a strange looking beard. But to diet is not a solution because to diet would be. Uh, a biblical prohibition of dyeing white hairs black for a man so um so what should he do so he says two 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 things takanaso here's one way of fixing up the problem solving the problem is why maybe dye all of his hairs white so he has a a and Azaria beard um uh, the besancient or cloud not really. Elizabeth Nazari had some white within his beard but uh he um he uh uh he sh- he should make it totally white. he wants uh he wants a uniform beard so have a have a white beard now Rav Asher Weiss mentioned in the sheer again he said over this chuba uh uh in summary but he mentioned that that uh uh apparently the way hair i was going to check it up i didn't the way uh dyeing hair works it's easier to add pigment to hair than to remove the pigment from hair which would be making the white hair is the the hair where the pigment has has uh has come off so um uh that would have to do with the chemistry of of hair dyeing uh, he's not talking about you know taking some talcum powder and spreading it in his beard so he, every morning so he'll look a little uh, he'll look like an old man. And poor him. Now, um, says Reb Chaimitzans right over here. Um, let's put on my spotlight here. Gam tamati echalal dato. How did you consider or did you think to, to permit even a rabbinic prohibition? Let's say it was rabbinic. But still. In a situation where he could he could also remove the embarrassment, the herpa is a stronger word, like shame. By, by shaving through SAM. Now, SAM is, is some kind of a, a chemical. There used to be uh, something that people used before the electric razors came out, where, where there are uh, uh, a post scheme that were lenient about electric razors, um, though it is not uh, uh, unanimous by any accounts. Uh, a close shave with an electric razor. but what people used to do was they used to use this uh, this lotion that would destroy the hairs, which was permissible. So says, uh, says you could have, you could have solved the problem in a different way like they do in all the German countries. there's no prohibition at all. Zayn, and he tells you where this appears in Yerodeah. So that also is interesting in this Shila that in this chuba, excuse me, that Reb Chaim the great uh, Hasidic Rebbe in, in, uh, in, in the core of Galicia. So he says, listen, this is a uh, Dominican Germany was to is to um, is to go without a beard. And it's uh it's totally mutter if you do it in a way that's not uh prohibited prohibited shaving the say the same thing with his uh with his ear his uh, eyelashes his uh his eyebrows you can mess them up so it won't be so recognizable but but god forbid to. To I don't know exactly what that means. Um God forbid to 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 permit a, a prohibition. Whoa, here's another issue. Maybe this is what is considered abizrayu What does that mean? There's a uh there's uh uh three three Averas that the Gemara says. Uh, in a number of places, that a Jew doesn't transgress, even if it means giving up his life. Avorazara, shvichustamim, gila raus, and shvichustamim. Avorazara, idolatry, gila which is which is uh, the sexual prohibitions, and and um, which is murder. There's a Gemara which uh, where there was a certain person who was uh who was uh like longing after some woman to the point where he was getting sick and the doctors uh they they said you know this person would be able to be okay even if if it could just be like uh uh that actually having relations with this woman which would be a uh uh uh, biblical prohibition, apparently, um, but even something like, let's say, he would just see her unclothed. So uh, the the Gemara says uh, that in all these cases, he would still have to give up give up his life, meaning if if uh, if there was no alternate, uh, you know, therapy. But if but uh, the therapy the doctors were suggesting of of uh having some kind of exposure to this woman. So so that uh, the Gemara said is prohibited because not only the Avera proper is prohibited and, and one has to give up his life for but even the Avizrayu, even the the periphery of it uh, also is something. So this prohibition of of bash Bashgever Sim Lasisha so as for Maybe this is part of the periphery of gilas because because uh um the the uh the this this prohibition gets down to the core of uh men preserving their their uh identity as as men and women as women, so let's say clothing so one of the things rashi says is is uh it's it's a prohibition connected with somebody not uh, dressing up like the other sex and then mingling with them in order to to have a rise meaning meaning it's it's uh it sounds from from that that it's not somebody who who uh likes to dress in in the other uh gender's clothing but rather wants to get an in to hang out with the other gender to be able to uh to transgress so so maybe this is a not that it not that the prohibition doesn't apply that's not again that's not our our core topic but what uh what Reb Chaim points out here is maybe this is part of the periphery of Arias. It's not just a separate prohibition. There's one. There's some prohibition about uh, about what kind of clothes you can wear, what kind of beautifications you're able to do. But rather, it might be part of the world of Giloras, in which case it would be an extremely serious uh, prohibition, and and there would be no, be no of uh, of uh, of it being being permitted. Um, there's a, there's a, uh, a, 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 Yosef, um, which, uh, talks about a person lightening his hair, his bodily hair. And the Gemara says, wait a second, it's getting too heavy. It's getting too, uh, there's too much hair there. Ve'enkan tikunisha says the give It's not a matter of of beautifying himself like a woman would. All he's doing is trying to avoid pain. So it sounded there like avoiding pain should be should be permitted. If all he's trying to do is avoid pain. Low so it's not considered low Silba It's not considered this prohibition of of not wearing uh the other gender's clothing. Some of the things seems to be in Shabbos. that that uh, it should be permitted because of because of pain. And Tosos there says bishfield uh, saro uh, embarrassment in front of people would make it permitted. Ve'no mikri lo and then it won't be a problem of low silbash. Wow. if somebody's doing it for beautification purposes it's part of the prohibition of low Silbash if he's only doing it for um for uh uh for avoiding pain and not because of beautification um And and Tosa seems to say that the pain can even be embarrassment. Lo mikri, lo silbash. Then it won't be considered. Lo silbash. We need to really look into this. This seems to go against what we've been saying. He says, you have to look at it. It's it's better to do it the way I suggested because because relying on this, even though this does seem to be to look in the direction of leniency it is um it is it is still not so obvious and when he writes but then he writes in the next paragraph after i wrote this i said wait a second no 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 this prohibition that it was referring to was a rabbinic level prohibition that was his uh uh that was his issue anyways that's that's the um uh that that uh i mean if you if you jump to them to the bottom of this chapter, that's what he does in this paragraph the end of the paragraph that those situations where they were lenient were built on a rabbinic level prohibition aval and then and then once again aval benotelo uh when it's not a matter of of uh of of removing just removing bodily hair but rather of removing the white hairs uh the beautification connected with not looking so old so so that um that is a a biblical level prohibition and that's that's uh prohibited even if it involves the if and and even in even tosses who calls that uh who calls that um uh called embarrassment uh, included in that tsar um and and that's the way he seems to go in this uh in this in this chuva um anyways just in summary Kvod uh, kvodhabrios uh is a very important principle connected to the to the concept of tselevalokim that a person has uh, a basic level of dignity because he was created in god's image. And uh to the degree where this particular uh, uh concept of quota brios was introduced as a clause into every dindaraban de and into rabbinic laws that where there will be a a uh a um a situation where a person's basic kavod will be impaired so so the concept of of uh so the rabbinic law won't apply and uh it's similar to Sar logos and then in situations which will involve pain the rabbis didn't make their decree in other words they, they uh introduced that into every dinder abana with regards to del Rices, with regards to biblical level prohibition so the gemara quotes the puzzle okay? there's no uh there's no uh way of getting around with it you're you're dealing with the rules and there even if it's sometimes it's going to involve embarrassment um the uh the The um, the first step of thinking about any kavod Rio to dis, is to ask the question, is this a dinda or a dinda uh, Is it a biblical or a rabbinical of a law? So I want to add something that Rav Ashur Weissend uh, introduced into his share that that the post schemes say you can't just uh, 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 blanket apply this. You have to look at each case in individual and... Uh, and it is it is something that needs to be uh, very sparingly applied as opposed to uh, just just widely and broadly applied. Um, the uh, the for instance, we don't say if doing a mitzvah will be embarrassing, so it's OK uh, not to do a dindar if it's going to be embarrassing to do the mitzvah. No, it's a, it's if a if a core aspect of personal dignity will impair the rabbis didn't obligate it but not if you're embarrassed about doing a mitzvah um or not if uh uh, keeping a mitzvah will will uh will will cause embarrassment so therefore you have to be very very careful about uh about uh, uh throwing this throwing this principle around uh in in this particular case so uh so what Reb Chaim Tzans did was he looked into the different practices which are which are under the umbrella of Loyal Yilbash Gevresim Lasisha of of a man adorning himself in a woman like way, and he pointed out that some of them are biblical, some of them are rabbinic, and the the at hand was uh, was really a biblical issue, and therefore number one. Uh, 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 it, what the what the questioner wanted to do which was to dye his hair black that was prohibited uh what what rav, uh, rav Chaim mitzans uh gave Musser to the questioner uh was sounds like even to the rav best to circumvent uh, the issue there there's no if if there's some other way of getting around it other than uh than transgressing it, so of course you do that um the the um the uh, just one last point is that is that I uh I chose this topic one of the things that was in my mind was was uh, the students of Rabbi Akiva uh during this time period so uh, a plague took hold of them and Chazal say they didn't relate to each other with with honor so so there's a there's a certain level of honor that is appropriate uh to every human being and uh there's there's of course a a a special level of honor there's a whole uh a hierarchy of mitzvahs that have to do with honor uh honor for for uh for parents honor for talmid chachamim honor for the king honor for the kohen gadol and and uh that uh, uh that's a concept that um, is, is something that perhaps needs needs strengthening in our in our days of, of 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 walking, realizing the personal dignity that should apply to us, uh, a special dignity uh, that would be connected with uh, with uh, kedusha Cisroyal and uh, and respecting the dignity of every other uh, human being. And 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 certainly those people where where there's uh, where there's a mitzvah of kavod. That's what I wanted to share with you today.